This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Cruise Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the on air. air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub, taking you on a ride around the automotive industry. The other guy whose voice you're about to hear is none other than Les Jackson. Yes, he is uh, He is sitting... Well, I, you know what? I've cleaned up the steering wheel of the Cruise Control van since we're not using the van these days. Uh-huh. Uh, so the wheel looks great. It looks great, and it's it's sitting and waiting to head out yeah. back on the road. Yeah, but in it's the... not actually in the van. <laughs> well, that's another story. <laughs> that, that's a, okay. Admittedly, there's a flaw in in what's going on here, but we'll fix it. Well, we don't have any flaw in automotive information because we've got a lot of it here on Cruise Control Radio. We're going to dive into the results of the J.D. Power Annual Initial Quality Study. That's great information if you're shopping for a new vehicle, Les Jackson. Absolutely true. And not so big in Japan. Honda actually stops the sale of one of its models at home. Wow. Yep. And we're going to talk tech. Apple CarPlay has some new tricks up its sleeve. Uh, I've used them both, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, and it's, it's pretty cool. Yes, indeed. And VW revives a vintage name. I like that. And also releases an updated slick sedan. Ooh, slick sedan. Like it. And yeah. I will have an at-the-wheel review of the 2020 Toyota Corolla Hatchback XSE. Hmm. This was a great car, Les. Slightly over $25,000. It actually had a manual transmission. Uh-oh. And it... Got a lot of people looking at it. I'll tell you what. A lot of people were asking me about this. Oh, what is this? Yeah. $35,000? Well, I was like, no. It's $25,000. Saying, probably saying, what's that pedal on the left do? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it was a great review, uh, a great car to review. And we will have that, especially if you're looking for a uh, inexpensive nowadays vehicle that is well-equipped with all the safety gear and stuff like that. So all that and more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. It's all there, cruisecontrolradio.com. Uh, and this initial quality study, Les, uh, some interesting information. Um, you know, Tesla doesn't release its information uh, or allow their owners to be surveyed for it. And apparently they, they did get some information from Tesla owners and it kind of didn't go well for Tesla when, <laughs> in the results. But uh, well. we'll have the highlights of that key study. Good info if you're looking to buy a vehicle. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. You're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. 
Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Is your car starting to show its age? Over time, paint becomes oxidized, faded, and scratched. But you can restore that tired paint and repair those scratches with the paint restoration system from 3M. It's an affordable way to make those repairs in your garage in just one afternoon with basic tools. The kit contains all of the restoration products and polishing pads you need to bring your vehicle's paint back to like new condition. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Is that your, your turn last? I believe it is. It was my turn, but since you welcomed everyone back, I'll just continue with, we're going to talk about initial quality in new vehicles. And that's very important. Yes. Yes, it is. And if you're out for a vehicle, maybe you're shopping, maybe you're shopping and in a socially distant manner or online, you know, you got to bring in all the data, and that's what uh, we like to do. We like to gather it all up for you here from many different sources and uh, and tell you what is going on in the automotive world. Uh, big study from J.D. Power, and it is probably uh, one of the most important studies that uh, manufacturers try to do well in because it is the initial quality study released today. And it, it looks at problems owners are having with their new vehicles, including those related to new technologies. Um, and it kind of breaks it all down. This is the 34th year this has been done. They determine the number of problems experienced per 100 vehicles, or the PP100, with a lower score reflecting higher quality. So there's a lot of interesting uh results here for the 2020 study less uh most domestic brands are above average so if when you That's hear right. the person you know you know the guy that knows it all about cars we don't think we're those guys even though we know a lot about them we don't think we know it all because who wants to know it all you can't learn anything new then right that's correct so uh most domestic brands are above average dodge with a score of 136, Chevy with a score of 141, Ram with 141, Buick at 150, GMC at 151, Jeep 155, Cadillac 162 perform better than the industry average of 166 problems per 100 vehicles. Right. And these can be any problems at all. It could be a blemish in the paint. It could be a uh, you know, a scratchy windshield wiper. It could be, of course, a major problem, but it's any flaw. And a lot of them have to do with infotainment. So some of that is, yes, you know, it, it locking up, it being slow, um, you know, and I think, I also think too, a lot of, and I don't want to say this as dealers are listening in that, but sometimes certain dealers not a lot of them, but sometimes they don't have people trained to go through these cars. As I mentioned, when uh, uh, a family member of mine was buying a vehicle and she said, I'd like to like you to take me through how to use the navigation system. And uh, she said, can I just push a button and say where I want to go? 
and and the actual employee said, "Oh no, no cars have that. What do you mean? You would just say where you want to go, and it would enter. You have to punch it into the screen." That's pretty Not bad. True. It's, Not I think true. that's been true for the last 10, 12 years. Uh, about ten years. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but so that can lead to problems. But uh, most premium brands in the JD Power study uh, were below average. So premium brands were below average, which uh, so you're looking at um, Genesis, one hundred and forty two problems. Per hundred, Lexus, one hundred and fifty-nine, Cadillac, one hundred and sixty-two. That's still actually uh, below average, which the average is one hundred and sixty-six right. problems per one hundred vehicles. And of course, premium brands tend to have a lot of extra goodies. Yeah, that may more, or may not have flaws. Yeah, so more, you would expect that more complex, more complex, more technology, more power items. Things like that. Um, the other takeaway was Japanese brands failed to regain footing. They have not uh, improved as fast as their competitors have and continue to trail most Korean and domestic brands. Mitsubishi had 148 problems per 100 vehicles. Lexus had 159 problems per 100 vehicles. And Nissan, 161 problems per 100 vehicles. Uh and they were the uh, they're the only Japanese brands to rank above the industry uh, average, which is interesting. Where does Toyota fall in here? Well, Toyota has always been, you know, very very good. Yeah. Now here's um, here's the but there's one really bad one. <laughs> well, <laughs> Tesla received the initial quality score of 250 problems per 100 vehicles. Remember, the industry average is 166. The automaker is not officially ranked among other brands and doesn't meet ranking criteria. Unlike other brands, Tesla doesn't grant J.D. Power permission to survey its owners in 15 states. But they did find this out. They did collect large uh, enough sample of surveys from over, uh, owners in, 15, in 13 other states. So we'll talk about Tesla's score and what was most problematic on many of these vehicles when we come back. And the best vehicle, you're not going to believe what it is. That's <laughs> so right. we'll keep that for when we return on Cruise Control Radio, going through the J.D. Power Initial Quality Survey. Fred Staub, Les Jackson, CruiseControlRadio.com. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. We were, have been covering the J.D. Power Initial Quality Surveys. We uh, just got to Tesla. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> golly gee whiz, in the I told you so department, uh, has the worst uh, numbers. Yeah, 166 problems per 100 vehicles in the initial quality score uh, uh, from J.D. Power is about industry average. Remember, the domestic brands were under that. 
The Japanese brands were under that. Even some of the premium brands, like Cadillac, were under it at 162. Any guess right. what uh, Tesla's score was? Now, we will. We did tell you before the break, they couldn't survey people in 15 states where Tesla doesn't allow it, but they got survey data from 35 other states, and that's how they calculate. That's a, that's a good statistical average. Yeah. Want to take a guess at the number? Uh, 166. Add 100, add 100 to it. <laughs> 250 problems per 100 cars. Yeah. See, there you go. So I'm sure somebody, you know who, EM, would say, <laughs> J.D. Power's no good, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's probably. Yes. That's probably. Uh, what, it, what, it, what it tells me, and, and by the way, this is limited personal experience in talking to a few Tesla owners that I have talked to, is that basically the owners are in denial. And the cars are many of them have a lot of problems and they just simply deny it. I find it and we won't stay on this too long, folks, because I don't no. want anyone to say we're Tesla haters. I think it's great that the, the guy built these cars and uh, is pushing people uh, towards electric cars and technology and all that. But I don't want to buy a car that's got Great new technology, but the build quality of a 70s car from the 70s. Yeah. Because uh, build quality is no longer an issue. It's no longer an issue for uh, domestic cars, for Japanese cars, for Korean cars. It's just not an issue anymore. Uh, and it, it shouldn't be bad paint and um, ill-fitting uh, panels and door handles breaking and stuff like that. that It just shouldn't happen, not at the price point you're paying. And no. uh, the most problematic category for all cars uh, was infotainment. So top complaints include built-in voice recognition, Android Auto and Apple CarPlay connectivity, touchscreens, built-in nav systems, and Bluetooth connectivity. I think some of this, less is that it's not being explained to people. And you want to know something? The other thing that will trip you up with Android Auto and Apple CarPlay, and it tripped me up when I first used it, if you use your cable that you charge your phone with, it gets worn, right? And it may work. That's right. It may work to charge your phone, but if it's not a good quality new cable... It's you're not going to be able to connect to Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. That's happened to me a couple of times. So I keep a cable just for that. That's not worn out. Now that's going to change as we go to wireless connection for that. That's, yeah, wireless is the answer. But, you know, sometimes you have to go through menus. Sometimes you have to take a couple of steps for Bluetooth connectivity. Uh, and it's not being explained to owners, you know, or, or maybe it's not designed in a way that, is easy to understand either but here's another takeaway uh the a vehicle that achieves the best score of any model in the jd power initial quality survey ready you can't guess it i bet no uh at the score was 103 problems per 100 vehicles once again the industry average is 166 so this is a great score it was the chevy sonic now that is a basic car. Yeah, basic entry level 
car, been around for a while, right? Mild upgrades. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's it. A simple car scores well. <laughs> well, but, but you know, the Mustang did well. Mustang did well. Jaguar receives the first ever model level award uh, with the score of 159 for their E-Pace. And Dodge and Kia tied for the highest in overall initial quality. So, pretty good. Which right? in and of itself, you know, with Dodge, that's a real uh, that's that's a a real honor. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, that's a little bit of the JD Power initial quality study. A lot of great information. So, whoever tells you domestic cars are no good is probably They're got wrong. some outdated information. And that's what I'd like to say. I would say, when's the last time you drove a domestic car? Uh, interesting exactly. news story from Honda. Uh, the Honda Civic Sedan has been canceled, right, in one of their markets. And guess what market it is? Well, I know what market. To me, the Honda Civic, you know, is like Coca-Cola. <laughs> right. It's canceled. I mean, it's canceled and in Japan. Their that's home, just, I don't home turf. get it. Yeah. I don't get it. It is uh, retiring the four-door Civic from the Japanese market, but also ending local production of the compact sedan. So they're only going to be built in the U.S. here, I guess, and probably some other places uh, around the world. So what do you think of that? I don't think, I don't think, uh, crossover fever has hit uh japan has it i don't think so and what are they buying if they're not buying the civic or the toyota corolla i, I would say they're buying probably the civic is too big for the japanese market maybe i don't know hmm. but uh we'll we'll talk about uh and we'll keep you up to date on that we're also want to talk a little tech we're talking about uh that study and tech kind of upsets people a little bit or leads to low scores. Uh, I'm a big fan of both Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. What I like about Android Auto, and uh, I've used Apple CarPlay a little bit less than that, is I can look on a map, type in a location, send it to my phone, and then when I plug the phone into the car, the, the destination is already in there. So I can look on a map and say, I want to go this way on my computer, plug it in, and it's already there. But Apple CarPlay is getting an update. Uh, new features were announced at the 2020 Worldwide Developer Conference this week, and uh, it will get uh, uh, no new user interface, but you can pick a custom wallpaper on the screen's backsplash. And there are new categories now where you can find parking, EV charging, and food ordering. And um, just a couple of extra added features. Uh, you be able to start your car on many different BMWs by pressing a button. This You're going to see more of this happening. And, and Apple has also updated Apple Maps with information about, as I said, electric vehicle charging stations. And they're working with BMW and Ford, of course, with their Mach-E coming out, to show stations compatible with users' vehicles. It's called EV routing and that will be certainly it's handy terrific in the future terrific and 
<clears throat> if you think just a few years ago, people were getting the uh, wristband, like a watch that would operate their, you know, on the premium cars that would operate their car, turn it on off. Right. A dedicated uh, well, piece. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. A dedicated, uh, a, get a dedicated piece of hardware, but now it's your phone. And I, I think it's great. I think it's really cool. And we'll keep you up to date on that. Love them both. Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Matter of fact, the 2022 Toyota Corolla Hatchback XSE, uh, which I'm going to review, had both of those. And it's mm. that's that's a pretty cool development because Toyota, for the longest time, only had Apple CarPlay. So we'll talk about that uh, when we come back. Also, we're going to talk about VW reviving a vintage name for their bus. Les, we'll talk about that. And uh, and they just uh, updated their slick sedan, the Arteon which is very cool. And then we'll have that at at the wheel review. Plenty more though, to go on cruise control radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We're glad you're along for the ride. You are on cruise control. Don't forget, check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, check out the podcast. It's all there. Cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. We uh, Here's a subject we like to talk about because it's a great company. It's also technically the world's largest auto company, right, currently? Uh... You know, I, I believe so. Or is it Toyota? I'm not sure. It's up there. Um, it's right up there, and that's Volkswagen. Yep. Uh, come a long way. Uh, <laughs> they sure have. In, in 65 years or so. You know, we've been um, talking about vehicles that people are waiting for. One of them is the Ford Bronco. <laughs> we'll eventually get to that. I think that is coming up very soon. And we'll probably have someone on from Ford to talk about the Bronco. But that's right. The other one is the VW van. Remember, they call it the Buzz Buzz Cargo. That's that's the kind of the uh, internal name for it. And they did away with the Bronco, and then they're gonna bring back the uh, the retro vehicle. Will be the uh, the Volkswagen Bus. Well, right. they have applied for the copyright to uh, the e-Samba. I didn't know this. The old Volkswagen buses were called Samba. I only learned that about six months ago when I was watching American Pickers. Mm -hmm. And the guy, Mike, is a real Volkswagen expert. He's always looking for for those vintage VW bugs or uh, buses, which even in rusty, horrible condition cost a lot of money. And he... Uh, use that word and explain that that's what what it was called i didn't know that i thought maybe now he's a guy from iowa but i thought maybe it was a west coast thing but apparently it goes back to the hippie days um and uh, they're gonna call they're they're registering the trademark e samba yeah well i don't know where it came from i i i'm with you les i never heard that it was always called the bus it, sometimes I heard it be called the bus. It used to uh, occasionally you hear people call it the Astro Bus in the hippie days. <laughs> okay, 
uh, or oh, the flower power. Never, I me- I remember them with the flowers on the back. Oh, the stickers. I, I never saw one without it. <laughs> I mean, if you if you get a new one, you probably have to get that flower sticker, don't you think? Oh, well, you you have to. But <laughs> uh, I knew a few people that owned them. Uh, they couldn't get out of their own way. No, and your feet stuck Terribly, out in front yeah. of the front axle too. So yeah, if you just, ever got just, to an accident, it was never good, right? But they love them. People all over the world love them. Yeah. Well, uh, it's coming back. Uh, they have the cargo version, which I think looks really cool with the side windows. Could be a potential new cruise control van. You know that? Hmm. Electric, electric vehicle. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have the two-tone with the V in the front uh, and a big Volkswagen logo, which I bet is going to light up at night. Wouldn't that look cool? Well, you know what they're selling uh, on the internet is is a uh, face mask that is the entire front end of a VW bus. <laughs> picture it. It looks real. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, but uh, this may be the name. We don't know. We'll have to see. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. What was the official name? Cargo bus. Uh. Well, they they called them. I. According to the American Picker guy, they call them the Samba, but then there was the cargo bus, there was the barn bus, because it had barn doors on barn the side. Barn doors in the back, yep. Uh, there were a whole bunch of, there was a pickup truck, you know, there was a four, a, a, like a, a crew cab pickup. Pickup, yep. Version. And there was I, a regular cab were. one, too. I remember somebody turned some of them into wheel stand trucks in, uh, yeah. for for the... Um, Drag races. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, I look forward to it. I can't wait to check that out. I think that's going to be really cool. But something you can check out pretty soon uh, this week, VW released their Ardeon, their world uh, premiere. Very slick looking sedan, isn't it? It is. I first saw one of the prototypes over two years ago here at the uh, VW headquarters uh, out near Dulles Airport. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very slick. It's a hatchback, uh, four door sedan. They call it a GT, GT Gran Turismo, meaning moving your family at high rates of speed and comfort and luxury. Um, and it's a 2021 model, uh, available in the SE, SEL R line and SEL premium R line. Uh, it's, uh, sharpened designed elements and, uh, you know, it, it more creases in the body side. Uh, it's going to have new grill. Uh, so a general freshening of this vehicle, uh, which is a beautiful vehicle when you sit in these. I've it driven is. these. Uh, power is from the 2-liter turbo direct engine, uh, direct injection TSI engine, making 268 horsepower, 258 pound-feet of torque. Uh, and eight-speed transmission will uh, flow to all four wheels, all-wheel drive in the four-motion version of this. Uh, so I look forward to driving it. Very slick, very uh, increased lines, uh, style lines. You know, they've sharpened it up. They sharpened up the edge of this thing, haven't they? And, and it is not inexpensive, it is not inexpensive. It's not inexpensive. Uh, it, it's Audi prices. Well, it isn't. I mean, I, I hate to tell everyone that buys Audis, but guess what they are? 
Yes. And they're Volkswagens, which is yes. not a bad thing. But well, they're beautifully made. Beautifully made. Beautifully made. Um, I just drove uh, the um, the new version of the Atlas, the uh, cross tour, the other um, uh, week, and it was great. Really great. Stylish, but definitely an Audi. But we'll have a review on that on an upcoming Cruise Control Radio. This week, we're having... The 2020 Toyota Corolla Hatchback XSE, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, this is a, a follow-up. Of course, you remember Jesse Combs, very, very uh, accomplished uh, lady, had, did television series, was on overhauling, did uh, uh, off-road shows, uh, ran all kind of races. Uh, of course, she died in August of 29. Uh, of 29, August of 2019. Uh, and she was attempting at the time to break the record, uh, to make her the world's fastest woman in a jet powered, uh, land speed car. Unfortunately, there was a terrible crash and she died in that. Well, she did get the record, the Guinness book of world records, uh, number, which is 522, 0.783 miles per hour. So she gets the record to become the world's fastest woman. Uh, and that is good. Good news. That yeah, she it is in. good. She deserves it. She was a nice lady. She, I met her a few times, very accomplished welder. She did all kinds of things. Very, yeah. very no, accomplished. Very, very talented. Very talented. Uh, and was great on TV as well. And, uh, you know, she died at 39. As they say, it was caused by a mechanical failure of the front wheel. Uh, likely caused from striking an object in the desert where they were trying to run this number. So uh, it was last held by Kitty O'Neill, um, who ran 512.710 miles an hour. So she was the first person to break this record in more than 40 years. Um, and it's a long time. I'm glad it was submitted, and I'm glad glad she got it. That's That's a good deal. You, you and I are talking about electric pickups announced this week um, the in the Lordstown plant. Remember the Lordstown plant? That's uh, where they used to build the Chevy Cruze. Uh, now uh, it is uh, building uh, the Lordstown Endurance, small company, Lordstown Motors. They revealed their all-new electric endurance pickup truck to a live audience this week in Lordstown, Ohio. Looks like a traditional pickup truck with a different kind of grill, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, the front end looks um, obviously like it doesn't need a radiator. Because <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, uh, because it doesn't. It, this is going to have but the uh, motors on on the axles, which is yeah, interesting. It's functional looking. It has a short hood. Yeah. Uh, and the motors will be mounted on the hubs rather than the chassis. So it frees up more and space for batteries. And the doors are going to fit. <laughs> the handle might work. <laughs> it probably will work. That's right. Uh, it's got some unique styling uh, down the side, which I think uh, is kind of cool. So good for them. They are expected to cost around $52,000, uh, which will make them less expensive than the Bollinger and Rivian, but more than the Cybertruck, which is supposed to start at thirty-nine. dollars well, except... Nine. We know the Cybertruck will end up costing more than that. Uh, yes, and there's the door issue. Uh, but uh, I like the idea of the 
Hub Motors. It's interesting that is unsprung weight right out there by the wheel, but I guess they found a way around that, right? Sure. So, sure. no, it's, it's a very good idea. Very good idea, and look forward to driving it and checking it out and getting someone on to talk about that. Hey, when we come back, we're going to do an at-the-wheel. I've got a, a cool vehicle, 2020 Toyota Corolla Hatchback XSE. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get a really good vehicle. So we'll tell you about it when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Feeling a little dim? Don't blame your brain or the weather. Hazy headlights may be the problem. Hazed or cloudy plastic headlights can reduce your vehicle's visibility on the road, making it very difficult to see the road and for other cars to see you. Now you can restore plastic headlight lenses to like new clarity with the Lens Renewal Kit from 3M, an easy-to-use solution for removing the yellowing and hazing that reduces headlight performance and visibility. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. And he is Les Jackson. We got an at-the-wheel review, Les. I had a great car for a week to drive and report on. And if you're looking for a vehicle that doesn't break the bank but has all the latest safety uh, features and a lot of uh, great infotainment features, maybe uh, the Corolla Hatchback XSE is for you. Because uh, this one came in a very, very cool blizzard pearl and midnight with a midnight roof. It was a two-tone. And you know, Toyota has always been the home of safe cars with the gray plastic interiors, safe, don't want to upset anyone with styling, don't want to uh, in any way uh, rock the boat. We just want to have safe. And it's the guy in the in the buttoned-up suit, you know, as we don't want to upset anyone. But right. they dropped that. I think they dropped that back when the Camry came out a few years ago. And the Corolla follows on on this because uh, I, I this car attracted a lot of attention. My office window uh, right outside, I can look at my uh, driveway, and people were walking past and taking pictures of this car. Isn't that something? Well, that's Yeah, that's significant. Very significant. Um, I think what has uh, got people excited is the two-tone of this vehicle with the with the dark top and the white body, and just the overall design of it. It's very uh, sculpted in the front, in the back, and it's got a lot of character to it. Um, and it really, when you look at the price, this thing, well-equipped, was $25,110, which is which is not a lot. And this had something that we don't see much anymore in the press fleet. This had a six-speed manual, a real manual transmission. Isn't that something? Boy, especially in a non-performance car. Yeah, although I, this has pretty good performance. It actually has a two-liter four-cylinder, uh, not huge horsepower, and when you want to get the horsepower, you got to really rev it up here. It has 168 horsepower at 6,600 RPM. Hmm. Wind it out, man. 
<laughs> rev it up, wind it out, right? Um, and 151 pound-feet of torque. But it's got a couple of cool things for people that want to get into a manual transmission car. If you wanted to learn it, I always said Toyotas are the best to do it. Easy clutch to work, easy shift to work. It has a hold feature. You push the button, you won't roll back. Uh, it holds the brake for a short distance if you're on a hill. So if people want to get into a manual transmission, they would love that that feature because most people don't want to roll back. It's a great feature. It also has IMT, or Intelligent Manual Transmission. It will do uh, rev matching on downshifts, hmm. which is pretty wow. cool on, on a, you know, not a super expensive car. Rolled on 18 machined, 18 inch machined alloy wheels, uh, which really went well with this two tone feature. Paid $500 extra for that with the uh, black roof spoiler, side mirrors, and two tone look. Uh, not, not bad at all. I think it was completely worth it. That was one option on this vehicle. The other option was um, adaptive headlights. Now, all of these Corolla hatchbacks come with LED headlights, which is great. They all do. This one had the adaptive headlights that will move as you turn the wheel. Once again, you don't normally see something like that on a $25,000 car. No, not no, even offered. Those are premium. Premium. Uh, inside looked premium, too. I thought more I was in a Lexus than a Toyota uh, or a base model Toyota. Uh, it had an 8-inch touchscreen display with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, which is great because uh, in the past, Toyotas really only had Apple, uh, the Apple CarPlay and not Android Auto. So I like that this had both. A Sirius XM, of course, Bluetooth hands-free for the phone and music connection. Worked great. Even comes with a Wi-Fi Connect three-month trial of that. Uh, the other great thing, this comes standard with Toyota Safety Sense 2.0. Pre-collision system with pedestrian detection, dynamic radar, cruise control, lane departure alert with uh, steering assist, automatic high beams, road sign assist, blind spot monitor. Great stuff for $25,000, you know, to have that adaptive cruise control, all those things like that. Um, heated leather trimmed uh, front sport seats. I mean, once again, $25,000, not, not bad. Um, Things I liked in the back, when you opened the hatch up, it had two little side uh, notches that were great if you had a bottle or something that you didn't want to roll around. You put them in the side notches in the back storage area. It had a full spare, or a space saver spare, I should say, with a jack, so it wasn't just a inflator, which is which is great news. Always something you should check. You don't want to find that, <laughs> find that out on the side <laughs> of the road. Always good to check that. No, that's right. Mileage was outstanding um so it gets it's rated at 28 city 37 highway 31 combined on the highway i got 41 and that was at 65 miles an hour so it wasn't you know uh and when you're in sixth at 65 miles an hour this engine is turning up 1400 rpm isn't that crazy that's uh, actually, it's just they're it's a, so advanced. Slightly above idle. That's it. You know. Yeah. When you think terrific. about it. Um, and uh, so what? What didn't I like? Well, some of them are easy to fix and really don't matter that much. And others, well, you might have to change around what you buy. But um, 
this is something that a lot of people don't like on this vehicle, and I think they're going to address it in 2021, at least on one model. In the back, it's beautifully styled, but they have these fake chrome plastic exhaust ports that are fake. There's two of them, and mm. but the exhaust doesn't exit through there. It exits out the bottom with a muffler with just a turn down on it, right? I think they could, they could do away with silly. it. It's like the peel and stick customization thing. Someone thought it was a good idea. I think just do away with them. Just make it a black plastic area. That would be fine. Um, it has the cheap horn, you know, the disc horn. I hate those things, but that's easy to fix. <laughs> I've fixed that on so many cars. I don't like that. I like a dual note horn. Not not a big deal. Now, if you get the manual, here's a, here's an interesting bit of marketing and packaging. I, I believe that's the reason it's for. You cannot get the premium radio, or unfortunately, you can't get the wireless phone charger. Um, so the premium radio would be a, a JBL radio and a navigation system and the wireless charger. You can't get them with a manual. So you would have to get the CVT, which I hear is good, too. I haven't driven the CVT, but people that have reviewed it, have said it is a nice CVT. It has a sport mode and all that. When you get the CVT, you have to get the JBL stereo and navigation and the wireless charger. So that would bring the price up to 28320 Out the door, you're probably looking at twenty six, roughly. Uh, and, for, and for this vehicle, uh, you're probably looking out the door at at uh, uh, probably about twenty two thousand and change. And just to give you an idea of the range of the vehicles, the SE, uh, which is the base model, starts at twenty thousand two ninety. The SE Nightshade goes to twenty two thousand two ninety, and then this XSE that I tested, without those two options I mentioned, is twenty three thousand two forty. That's the price for all of these with manual transmissions. Um, I think this would be a great car. It would be an, an amazing first car for somebody because this oh, thing is going to last a long time. It would be a great car to commute in. It's got all the safety features, got great mileage, uh, and, and a good infotainment system. So I think, I think this is a real deal. I mean, I've always liked hatchbacks. Not everyone in America likes hatchbacks and, you know, uh, probably more popular, popular in Europe, but, I would give this Corolla hatchback XSE uh, great ratings. Really, really one to look at if you're looking for a small car, efficient, with all the safety stuff in it. Good deal. Good deal. Well, hey, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.